Off it. And the donkey said, what you beat me for, you big idiot? I'm the one, my God, I'm trying to save your life, idiot. See, that's God's business who he puts behind here. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching. Did he tell me to say this? Mm. You see, when you understand that, you don't, a mountain will never move till you talk to it. Mm, mm. Even if you climb it, it still stays there. Write this down. The ministry of God gives the harvest, but the ministry of man must bring it home. See, Peter had to get to the church. That was his job. Angels job was to get him out of jail. The ministry of God gives the harvest, but the ministry of man must bring it home. See, Jesus turned the water into wine, but he didn't go fetch the water. He didn't go get the water. And he didn't want to turn it into wine. But he's got a, a woman. Got a mama. Jesus, we are, Jesus had a day off. He's going to the wedding. He's enjoying himself. And Mary comes up and says, uh, we out of wine. What that got to do with me? I mean, hey, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm a guest. But there's no, there's no, we're, we're out of wine. He said, woman, it's not my time. But that don't change. Let me tell you something about a woman. That ain't going to change her mind. She'd walk by Jesus. <laughs> she'd walk back over there and see him. She'd go. <laughs> she already knew what he was going to do because she told those guys, do whatever he says. Mama put the pressure on you, boy. My mama put the pressure on me. I carried you for nine months. You almost killed me. Your daddy didn't want you, but I saved your life. All kinds of craziness. I said, okay, mama. See, you must gather the forces necessary to accomplish your desire. You got to do that. God's not doing that. You must gather the forces necessary to accomplish your desire. Determination in prayer will get it done. 21 days of praying, y'all talking about? That's what's going to happen. You got to get determined. You ever notice when you start praying at home how you get sleepy? Devil don't want you praying. Do you notice your kids sleep better on Sunday than they do on any other day? And Saturday, they're out the man, they're screaming and hollering, wanting something to eat. My God, come time to go to church. Why do you sleep better on Sunday? Aren't in Sunday afternoon naps great? You know why? Because that's the Lord's day. The rest of the days are yours. He's resting. And so are you. But them other days, you're beating your brains out trying to make things work. Mm. Like a man told me, he said, boy, the ministry can a little rough financially. We have to sell something. I said, what else are you going to sell after that? What happens when you ain't got no more to sell? Mm. See, the foundation of this ministry is this church. It's this thing called Only Believes. Out of Only Believe comes Peter Dozek Ministries. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Listen to me. The foundation of this. Why? Isn't this church paid off? Okay, I lost that crowd. Let me go over here. <laughs> Why isn't it paid?
paid off. This is the foundation of it. You can't walk without a foundation. You see, how many of you have a mortgage on your house? Hold your hand up. Nothing to be embarrassed about. You got a mortgage. Hold your hand up. Come on. Be honest. Pay off God's house and pay off yours. That's what happened to me. Now, if it happened to me, why wouldn't it happen to you? Why would God do that for me and not do that for you? I used to jump on Peter's butt, man. And I love uh, PDM. Don't miss us now. Money will start flowing to PDM like you've never seen in your life once this is out of the way. You see? Because you can knock it all down. But you can't, you're not going to knock out the foundation. You see, sometimes we focus too much on the roof. When the foundation. So I told Kathy, I told the Lord, I said, I will build your place debt-free and under budget. Or did I get some criticism? How do you think you are? A person that's going to build something debt-free and under budget. Had to believe it all by faith. See, faith keepers need God for the rescue, but for the rescue, God needs you. When God told me to build Jesse Plan, they called it the campus. He didn't look at my bank account to see how much I had. He looked at my heart to see how much faith is there. See if there was any guesswork in my faith. I said, I'm ready. You know what? The architect and the builder said, you can't do that for that amount of money. You just told me I could because the Bible said I can do all things. You see how people just go against the word of God. But you have to take the word of God. Read the verse above it and the verse below it and you, and you won't misinterpret it. You see? When you understand how that happens and functions in life, God wants you all blessed. He wants you to have so much money you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I, I, this is his statement to, to mankind. Be fruitful, always producing. Multiply, always increasing. Replenish, use everything you got and fill it up, and then subdue. What you don't subdue will, master, will become your master. Subdue it. That was the original statement told to the human race, to Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden. It's still the, the word produce means productivity. Hmm. So you're going to tell me that prosperity is wrong? You don't fall in love with money. We all know that's the root of all evil, but not money. I was telling uh, Randy and them in, in, in the office a while ago, I had a guy come up to me. And I love the Baptist. I preach in Baptist church. He said, now, Brother Jesse, you want them healing people and prosperity? I said, well, yes, sir. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He ain't changed. He said, I don't believe in that. I said, then you don't believe in the cross. Oh, yes, I do. I said, oh, no, you don't. I said, your only problem is you've only seen the front of the cross. Oh, God, save me. And he does. I said, now, walk with me. Let's go behind the cross. So I just, spiritually, I took it behind the cross. I said, what do you see? There's Jesus' back bleeding, cuts, gashes, bones are seen. They ripped his skin off. I said, by his stripes you were healed. See, you only saw the front. Come around to the back. Healing's for the day because his back was beat to pieces. I said, but we ain't finished yet. Come on, boy. And walk around, went out the back and got to the side. Now they are gambling for his robe. I said, that's prosperity. You don't gamble for rags. You gamble to get something better than what you got. That's prosperity. 
I said, but we ain't finished yet, son. Come on, let's go back in the front. I said, this is what you see, oh, Jesus. I said, climb the cross, man. Let's get up and see what Jesus is seeing. And you get up there, now you see what Jesus said. Go in the world and preach this gospel to every creature. PDM is just a department of only believe. And it should be. And I'm not being critical of that. Don't misunderstand. What I'm saying is you've got the circleless thing to understand. Without the cross, none of it would work. Stone walls do not a prison make, nor iron bars a cage. You see, you don't get into an unexpected mood. I don't care what the economy's doing. People get so mad at me about, he don't care about what President Biden says at all. Why should I? He ain't gonna remember what he said. Why should I remember it? <laughs> now, I don't mean that to be critical. I'm just telling you a truth. See what I'm saying? You, you, read, you forgot something in the scripture that the government is on Jesus' shoulders. Mm. See, a good habit will give you continuance for grace and produce action for success. I'm addicted to blessing. I'm addicted to it. And the Lord supports my habit. What do you want me to do? It ain't my fault. How many of you are partners to my ministry? Did you see a couple of months ago the back page of our magazine, Voice of the Covenant? You saw that 7X like this? And there was a statement that said, mission accomplished. Ladies and gentlemen, we got it. You know how many people told me not, that wasn't going to work? I don't know how to fly the crazy thing. It's just a tool to get me where I need to go, to do what God tells me to do. Well, I don't think you ought to have that. It ain't got no, it don't make no difference what you think. I don't need your opinion. You're not even a giver. Take a hike. I know that sounds hard. Wait a minute. Who do you think you ought to tell me when you're not even a part of this? We can't tell God. You can't do that, God. Yeah? Watch. You see what I'm saying? I don't mean this to sound hard. Please don't, don't take it. It's a, I just follow God. Well, how do you know you're not going to make a mistake? I just told that to Phyllis. St. John 16, 13, how be it when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you in how much truth? All. 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 That means you won't make a mistake if you got it by him. Oh, and what is his name? Comforter. How come we're not in comfort? Because the church won't let us. They want you to worry about something, suffer about something. They said the same thing to Jesus. We'll kill you. He said, I'll be back in three days. <laughs> I love Jesus, man. <laughs> he said, and he says, I'm back. <laughs> he was, boy. Watch it. Over 500 people saw him ascending. And the Bible said, and some doubted. How can you doubt when you see the guy going up in the air? Because you can't go by what you see. You go by what you believe. And if you go by what you believe, it will determine what you see. Mm. 
See, belief in the answer to prayer means you have become accustomed to dwelling at the source of all comfort. I have really become accustomed to dwelling at the source of all comfort. <laughs> Why? Because of my belief is the answer to prayer. How do you know it's not? Well, you know, when God says no, does he ever? Does he? How many times a kid has asked you something and they thought you said no? They, they asked you for something they couldn't receive. Wouldn't I, how many times a kid want a, want a motorcycle at five years old? He can't drive it, but he can sure drive you nuts to get it. But if you train him or her, whoever it may be, they can be a motorcycle champion by the time they're 16 years old. In other words, we ask for a lot of stuff that we're not able to receive. But the day will come when you will. So he's not saying no like all the church world says. He just grow till you get there. That's all you do. You just keep growing. Think, people, think. Preaching should never supersede thought. It should make you think. Oh, I just can't wait at what's going on. I know what's happening this year. I can see it happening. And everything is unbelievable, impossible, but doable. Why did you need that 7X? Okay, I'm going to tell you why. It's not because it's bigger. It's not trying to show off. I am the only person at Armstrong International New Orleans Airport in 45 years that has his own fuel farm. You know what that means? That means I have wholesale fuel. The biggest multi-billion dollar companies like Shell Oil Company and Exxon and Louisiana Land Exploration cannot do it. They have to buy it from the, uh, uh, the FBOs. The FBO means fixed base operator, a gas station. But they sell you jet fuel, but not me. They can't get over it. They're screaming, how can that preacher have fuel? They're paying anywhere from six to eight dollars a gallon. I'm paying two dollars and 29, two dollars and 59 cents a gallon. What, what, what's happening? Someone knocking on the door. <laughs> Somebody ringing the bell. See, they tried to run me off. You don't run me off. Mm -mm. You can do, say what you want to say. It's going to come to pass. That's my favorite phrase in the Bible. And it came to pass. God, do you? I flew a major jet here cheaper than it would to fly a very small jet. Oh, and I didn't charge Phyllis or, or Nikki or Randy. I've never charged Peter. I don't charge. I receive an offering. Why? So I can meet my expenses? No, because I don't know how much they are. He didn't ask me to pay for it. He asked me to believe for it. It's to go to different projects, like when you give the only believe or when you give the PDM or whatever you give, you know, whatever. 100% of you, if you're a partner of my ministry, it goes in the world evangelism. We've been debt-free since 1982. Do you know how nice it is to be debt-free? It's a wonderful thing. But someone can't live on your faith. They have to develop their faith to get to that. You see, so belief in the answer to prayer means you have become accustomed to dwelling at the source of all comfort. All comfort. See, because someone knocking on the door. Peter continued knocking See, faith keepers either have a very good conscience or a very dead one to be able to sleep in perilous times. That's a good point. But I want to tell you something, man. Peter, <laughs> just sleep. When they charged me, y'all remember that four or five years ago, I was the biggest story in the, in the country 
That preacher got, he got four jets and all that kind of thing. All kind of, I mean, they want to kill me. I'm still here. You don't hear about them no more, right? <laughs> now, either I'm full of faith or I got a dead conscience and I could care less what's happening. You know what I did through the whole thing? Slept. Jody said, my daughter, Daddy, you're the strongest man I've seen in my life. I said, Jody, no, I just create my world. And then I walk in it. Thank you. This is for you, Nikki. See, what you need to do, Nikki, and you too, Phyllis, is to travel in time. I time travel all the time. You can go back in time and you can go. Yeah, I did it Christmas. Traveling, time travel. What is that? Memories. Memories. So let me help you. I'm the only Duplantis left of my family. All my brothers and sisters have passed. My uncles, my, uh, my, my grandparents. I didn't get a phone call for Christmas. Hey, Jess, Merry Christmas. So you know what I did? I traveled in time. I went back to when I was eight years old. And I could see it like it was yesterday. I went, God. And I could hear my Uncle Ralph and my Uncle Mac and my Uncle Ray and my Uncle Norman telling everybody, telling each other how much their wives obey them. And they were lying <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> I remember standing there and, and they were cooking and they were grinding. You, you know, kind of machines, they, don't, they didn't have like, you would grind meat, they'd put it to the table and you'd have garlic and all kind of beautiful smells. And like a child, I didn't know, I went into the room where mama was, my Aunt Totsy, she was called Esther, we called her Totsy because she's a little chunky. My Aunt Elsie, my Aunt Shirley. And I said, Aunt Totsy. She goes, what, Jesse? I said, Uncle Ralph said, when he, when he tells you to jump, you ask how high. <laughs> I was only eight years old. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. I was there. At this age. Go back in time, Nikki. When dad said, here, go back in time. You will shut down the, the sadness. Then I jumped all over the place. I remember I thought, I called my, my brother used to drink a lot. My older brother, he drank wild turkey. So I called him up, boy, I took us a whiskey. I said, hey boy, what you doing? He said, I'm eating turkey and I'm drinking turkey. <laughs> I heard him laugh. <laughs> it comforted me. when everybody says, oh, I don't believe in that. So I traveled back over 2,000 years. And there's my friend Jesus. I died for you. Oh, I go back to 1988. At 1 o'clock, well, I was sucked out the hotel room there, the Best Western Hotel, Magnolia, Arkansas, and a trip to heaven I had. If you don't have that book, you ought to get that. I was there. Someone knocking on the door. And when I pray, I can hear Jesus say, someone knocking on the door, it's Jesse. Open the door. Hmm. Faith keepers have a homing instinct. 
that will tell them where to go even if the angel has departed. Peter knew where to go. He had a home and then said, well, I better get going before they catch me again because the angel's gone. You're on your own now, baby. <laughs> How many times I've grown now. But when I used to say to the Lord, I would say, Lord, you got to do this. He said, I'm not going to tie your shoes. You learn to tie your own shoe. See, if, you're, if, your, mama, if your mama keep tying your shoe, you're going to stick your foot in her lap at 50 years old. Monkey, you tie my shoe. No, you have to learn, you know. You ever had them teach you over the room? And it's frustrating because it's so hard to do for a child, you know, till you get it. You know what I did Christmas Day? Hey! Merry Christmas, Wayne. I heard his voice. Merry Christmas, Mark. Hey, Deborah. Merry Christmas. Hey, Mama. Merry Christmas. Daddy. Merry Christmas. Grandmas. I had the best grandmas, God. Merry Christmas. And then I went to the Supreme of Supreme. Hey, Jesus, happy birthday. Merry Christmas. And I heard a shout, Merry Christmas. Because they're more alive now than they've ever been when they were here. Someone knocking on the door. Somebody ringing the bell. That's how I handle people that have gone on before me. My daughter loves me like you ain't never seen. She said, told me this day that she come up to me. And I, mean, I mean, she was serious, Randy. You know Jody. Y'all know Jody real well. Daddy, don't die. <laughs> I said, well, let me tell you something, little girl. See, I still call them my girls. I only have one daughter, one granddaughter. I, I, every time I call how my girls doing? I said, Jody, come on, let me give you a revelation. You're going to die. You're going to die, too. If Jesus said, we're all going to die. I said, she said, you don't die. I said, well, I'm not planning on it. But if you ever hear that Jesse the planet is died, it's because he wanted to. Because I'm the only one who can release this spirit. Jesus said, no one take my life from me. Ephesians 5 verse 1 says, be ye therefore imitator of him. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Now, when I say that, some people say, is he telling us something? Maybe he's feeling something. No, I ain't preparing you. I'm going to be 75 years old. And I got just as much hair as Randy Waters. <laughs> His is a different color, but one day. <laughs> I went to my high school reunion. Now, only two of us had hair. It was amazing. Only two of us. I had one good friend of mine, Jerry. Boy, he was a fullback. That guy could play football. He had more hair. I mean, when he pulled his helmet off, but his sweat, you know, the hair. He was bald as a peach. I said, Jerry, what happened? He said, a woman and four kids did this to me. <laughs> Someone knocking on the door. So sometimes I'm not alone. God never departs, but the angel does. Because he never leaves you or forsake you. So wherever you go, you know, you can walk in the dark and get out, get out these lights. See, see how I fade out? 
but God's still with me. See, all of a sudden, here I come again. That's life. And then the return. I just got a revelation, praise God. You see? Yeah. Who do you want to see that's in heaven? You mean in my family? My grandmas. God, I had the best grandmas. They loved me. They took up for me. They told my mama I was a good boy. Don't spank. Then he say spank. Don't whip that boy. That's a good boy. I said, listen to your mama, mama. <laughs> they were wonderful. One was four foot nine. Peter would have to look down on her. The other one was four foot 11. If you stack them, they didn't make one person. <laughs> it was so short. One was called Julia or Julien in French. And then my other grandma, I didn't know her name until the funeral. I had to sign the register. I always called her grandma. And looked down at Elvira. First thing I thought, Elvira. Mm, 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 mm. I said, Elvira? Grandma's name was Elvira? Yeah. I didn't know that till she was in heaven. The reason why I knew my other grandma, Julia, because I'd hear my grandfather say, Julia. But my other grandfather never called my grandma by her name. He called her mama. How many times I've called Kathy, hey, mama? She said, I ain't your mama. Never thought that my wife would become my pastor. She said, Jess, you need any counseling? I said, no. But thank you for asking. Fine with me. I have no problem with that. I have no ego to break. I know the voice of God when I hear it. See, thus saith the Lord will come out of anyone's mouth that's believing. Has nothing to do with your gender. Faith keepers never put faith in the wrong place. God, I like that. So there's been times the angel has departed. And the Lord said, now what you going to do? I said, I'm going to do what your word said. And I, when I first, God first told me to do this, I trembled. He said, command ye me. Huh? Command ye me concerning my word. Command me, Jesse. That's almost, that's hard to even hear, much less do. I do it now all the time. Lord, you said. And he said, what did I say? I said, you will bless me in the city. Bless me in the field. Bless me going in. Bless me going out. I'm at your service, Jesse Duplantis. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. You're not going to get this in other churches. This is what he said. I believe in the catching away. I believe in the rapture. I had a guy tell me the other day, you're one of those escapist theorists. 
I said, you're one of the most ignorant people I've ever met in my life. He just looked at me. I said, I ain't trying to escape nothing. I've already been delivered, you idiot. You calling him a name? No, that's, it. that's who he is. He's an idiot. <laughs> well, how do you know it's going to come? <sighs> Comfort yourself with these words. People that don't believe in the rapture don't have comfort. We got to go through it. <laughs> People get so mad at me. He's so full of joy. Even John Hagee called me the Apostle Joy, and it stuck. That was almost 40 years ago. He said, son, I, I've been knowing that man all of you. That man uh, don't get sad. Well, would it help? No. So I comfort myself because he's the comforter. This Jesus. So Nikki comforts us. And uh, Phyllis, comfort yourself. Because you never know, and I'm going to shock the socks over it. There may be somebody standing in the wings. <laughs> Look at Nikki. You just never know. That would never happen. You never know. Well, I lost this whole crowd right there. <laughs> See, you're still thinking of a life that doesn't exist. This new life is so much better. Now, I've never been able to figure that out. When my mom went home with the Lord, I introduced a lady named Esther to my father who was a nurse in the hospital. She's one of my partners. Esther Toos, one of the finest ladies you ever meet in your life. He married her. I couldn't believe it. He would stay in at my house because he couldn't live in the house. He said, this is your mama's house. So I said, well, come live with me, Dad. <laughs> and then I noticed he was coming in late. <laughs> I want to know where the old man is. <laughs> I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm dating. You dating? You, you dating? He said, yes. I said, who are you dating? He said, Esther Toops. My Esther Toops? <laughs> the one that I introduced? Yeah. That's the weirdest thing in the world. To see your daddy sitting on the couch holding another woman's hand. Ha <laughs> My sister going crazy. Kathy going crazy. All my aunts and uncles going crazy. Daddy happy. He said, I'm a happy man. And he married her. And then she passed away 20 years later. And I thought, well, certainly... He ain't going to remarry. And he married another woman named Joyce. And my brother Wayne, who's in heaven, called me. He said, Jesse, guess what? I said, what? Daddy got married. I said, he what? He said, he married a woman named Joyce. She's younger than Kathy. I said, what's she look like? Wayne said, I'd marry her myself. <laughs> That's what my brother said. I couldn't believe it. You don't think I got a weird family? And I said, Daddy, what's wrong? He said, I took care of your mom, and he did. And I took care of Esther. It's time for somebody to take care of me. And they were married six years before he went home to be with the Lord. Now, why'd you say that? 
I don't know how God's working that out. Because my mama went first. And I know my daddy. And when he got up there, I don't doubt mama said, Paul, who's that woman? <laughs> and I know my dad, he said, I have no idea. I, I, <laughs> I don't know how he's going to work that out. But he's working it out. I had to tell my own sister, Deborah, she can't be our mama. We only got one, Deborah, but she can be a wife to daddy. And daddy got a right to be happy. I say this in close. I was engaged to another woman before I knew Kathy. She was a pretty girl. <laughs> what y'all freaking out for? Hey, you, you got a pass too. Well, we were talking about that not long ago, me and Kathy. Now I'm going to change the name to protect the innocent. Okay. <laughs> So we were talking about if someone of us died. I said, you know. And Kathy said, you know, I wouldn't mind you getting married if I went home and be with the Lord. I told her, I said, I ain't planning on getting married. I got so much to do, I ain't got time for that. I said, besides, Kathy, I'm 74 years old, for God's sake. You know? But anyway, to make a long story short, now I'm going to change, this is not the girl's name, I'm going to just change it to protect the innocent. Me. <laughs> she said, I don't mind, Jesse, if you remarry if you marry that girl, Verna, I'll come down here and beat your brains out. You, whoa, you, you know her name? Yeah, I know her name. God, I said, I, I can't believe it. I, I've been married to that woman 50, I'm going on 54 years. She never said that before. I said, why would you say that? She said, because she had your heart. I said, you know, she did. We'd have got a divorce in six months because it was all lust. I ain't going to lie. But I couldn't believe Kathy would actually remember that girl's name. She loves you. She loves me. So, I mean, I don't know who's going to go first if Jesus dares. I hope we both go in the rapture. I can't say I know what you went through, Phyllis. I don't. Or what you're going through. I don't. Because my spouse is still here. That's not the issue. But I do know and not believe, know in whom I have believed that he's way more alive now than he ever been. And just maybe, you can't prove it's true and I can't prove it's not, that God pulled back the veil this morning and let Peter see me preaching. And he wouldn't be mad when Phyllis was laughing, or Randy, or Nikki. You can't prove it's true. I can't prove it's not. But I do know one thing. So great a cloud of witnesses. Well, you can't be a witness unless you witness something. So keep knocking on the door. Someone knocking on the door. And if you hadn't seen it yet, the Bible said, ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Someone knocking on the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Yeah. God is so good. Did you enjoy it this morning? Give Jesus a hand clap for that.
I appreciate that. I'm going to be honest, when I was flying over this morning, I, I thought, I wonder how I'm going to feel the same. Because you see, I traveled in time while I was on the plane. And I could see Peter sitting right there. When I'd see something, he'd go. <laughs> I saw him. I'm a time traveler. Isn't that a wonderful thing? The Lord spoke that to me one time. I was missing something. He said, well, go back in time. Well, how about, uh, this ain't Star Trek. <laughs> he said, it's better than Star Trek. Ah, memory. So I tell that to my granddaughter sometime. I say, hey, grandfather picking you up. You know what we're going to do? What's that, grandfather? We're going to make memories. So you can have something to go back in time with. Just that simple. Give Jesus a hand clap for that. In just a minute, we're going to receive an offering for this ministry. And I remember Peter said, you can't get enough money here, son. I said, thank you, Peter. 100% of us going into world evangelism. I'll pay all my own expenses. There's two things on me that all of you need. The anointing of increases greatly upon me. Oh, and the anointing of joy. I'm full of joy. That doesn't mean I haven't had sad times. But I don't let sad times conquer me. See, what you don't subdue becomes your master. I got to tell you this. This will help you. Do you know after Jesus died, resurrected, ascended, was glorified, when he was on the earth, when he was walking, with, they called him master. After he was glorified, they didn't call him master no more. They called him Lord. See, a lot of people give Jesus their sin, but they don't give him their life. And when you give him your life, he becomes Lord. So they struggled when he was master, but they struggled no more when he was Lord. Isn't that a good statement? You can go find They don't call him master no more. I'm going to ask you to give graciously to help me reach people, change lives one soul at a time. That's all I'm interested in. And I ask you to do your best. Don't give me anything that belongs to this church. I've said that every year for 37 years. And it's not the amount, it's what you do with your heart. But I'd like you to believe with a hundredfold because it's on me, baby. Shall I tell them that, Lord? Yeah. Uh, we, Kathy don't cook, you know, we go out and eat. Then we went to this wonderful restaurant for Christmas. And when I pulled up the, the, the valet in my car, the man said, I was waiting on you. I said, you remember me? How could I not? You're the biggest tip. You gave me the biggest tip I ever had. I said, I did. I he said, you made my Christmas. I said, well, I'm going to make a better one for you this year. And the tip said it was 700 bucks. 
You bragging? No, he's bragging. He said, I ain't never forgetting this. I said, Merry Christmas. Thanks for doing it. I said, I didn't. I just obeyed, sir. The Lord Jesus Christ did that. See, you got to give him glory. You got to do that. I'm going to ask you to do your best. If you're writing a check out, make it out to Only Believe Ministries. They'll issue us one. And God will honor you and bless you. Now, don't get mad at me when you get to heaven. Thousands of people in your front yard. Isn't that amazing about social media? Three, all that, millions of people. We're preaching to 2.3 billion people right now on broadcast television. You know who paid for that? You. Our partners and friends. I start my ministry all here. I can't think of any other place. I like the name, only believe. I thought, man. And the Lord spoke to me, and he spoke it to Peter Thosa. He said, start your ministry off at that church. Now, I didn't think it was going to last 37 years. I never thought in my life that I would come here. Peter's not here, but maybe he is. Think about that for a minute. I'm going to ask you to do your best. 100% of what you're giving is going into world evangelism. I'm already taking care of it, but I want you to believe for that hundredfold. I'd like to come back here and say this church is paid for. Amen. That Peter, those ministries, all their meetings are paid for. Yes. Over and above and beyond. That's what I'm believing for. Yes. What are you believing for? I want to come back and say, but Jesse, my house is paid for. How God always supplies someone. This is the only church we're never concerned about our product. The only one. You know why? Marge. Marge is wonderful. I think she knows more about my stuff than my guys that are out there know about. Strong as could be. Just reach down and grab a whole box full, pulls it up. I said, Jesus, Marge. Her husband told me she can have a baby driving a combine. <laughs> that was years ago, years and years ago. I said, man, and he's a big man, but I bet, I bet he don't mess with Marge. <laughs> That's amazing to me. She said, I just want to help. Been a comfort, Marge. I can't thank you enough. So I ask you to do your best. Are you ready to give? Do you want buckets or do you? Okay, if you can get them shiny buckets. Why did y'all get them shiny buckets at? I have no idea. I yeah, go ahead, brother. You can set them out there. We're going to receive that offering. And God's going to honor that you have them come forward. Is that how that works? Uh, okay. Where did y'all get them shiny buckets at? <laughs> at where? The flower pot? They had flowers in them at one time? I've been in some trade. They put Kentucky Fried Chicken buckets in the front. I'm serious. I'm not lying. They got some that don't believe it all. They got them little velvet bags that are about this big. Okay, stand to your feet. Remember, if you're making a checkout, make it out to only believe. Would you believe for the hundredfold? Can I pray over your offering before you sow your seed? Look at me. I want you to get hundredfold. 
He might want to pay off somebody else's house the other day. Heavenly Father, we're going to always keep knocking. Bless these wonderful people. You've brought me here for 37 years. If they're farmers, let their crops be the most phenomenal ever in the year 2024. Let it be the double-double. Not just double, but double-double. I ask you to bless each and every one of them. God, take portions of my joy and give it to people. And honor them, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. I just felt a release. Joy leaving me an increase. Come and give your offering just real quickly. And let God do your best. Oh, and if you're giving online, you can give online. They have the, uh, all the information is up on the screen. You can give that way. I apologize. I forgot about you. I shouldn't have done that. You can give online. I want y'all to be so blessed. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. What a blessing of the Lord. Look at the amount of people coming. Isn't that something? Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're looking good, my brother. 86. I'm going to get there one day myself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving to this mission all these years. You know, I'm so, you know, I'm so proud of. Never have had a scandal. I've had people lie about me. It's all proven wrong. Never taken any of that. God has been so good. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for these wonderful gifts. Go back to your chair, or your pew, and just stand up for a minute. Lord's healing people. Right now. You know why? Because I'm healed. I had a friend of mine the other day, I went, do y'all know Leroy Thompson? Leroy, just, he's a great friend. You know, a lot of people criticize him. He's two years older than I am. And I noticed this the last couple of three years. We'll go eat, you know, usually in the holidays. And we'll sit at a table for about two and a half to three hours at a restaurant. And when the lady comes by, we just give her more tip. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, stay as long as you want. We just give her more tip. You know, we don't want to take away customers from it and all that kind of stuff. But he helped me out. Man, I get, and I, 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 this is how I am. I get up, I go, okay, come on, Leroy. Not Leroy. He gets up and goes. I said, what you doing? He said, waiting for the juice to flow. <laughs> you know, got to get that juice to flow a little bit. I went, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, for the first time in my life, the other day, I got up and I almost got <laughs> And I thought, I got to start waiting for the juice to flow. <laughs> Lord, give me a little revelation. <laughs> I mean, I just got up real fast and took off. And uh, I mean, took off real quick. <laughs> I thought, wow. You know, it is so funny. I, I, I don't feel my age. I, I don't care about it at all, really. I talk about it a lot to help people not to be so concerned about it. You know, I mean, and I love my loose skin. I earn these cracks. These are not wrinkles. These are cracks, son. I earned every one of them. And yet, you don't think God's so good to me? I got two plastic surgeons who love me, some of the best in California. And you know, they're very honest. You know, Brother Jesse, you need some work. 
That's not a shot, you know. I said, they said, we'll do it for free. I said, can you do the whole body? They said, oh, yeah. Will it hurt? Terribly. I said, how much is that going to cost? About $185. We'll do it for free. We just want to use your name. I said, I don't put pain on me I don't want. So if I'm sleeping and my neck just falls over on the pillow, I just turn my head and it falls on the other side. I don't really care. And Jody, my daughter, said, Dad, you did that. can you believe you got a daughter 52 years old? Yeah, I was there when you was born. You think I need some? No, you don't need no work, Jody. Dad, give it to me. Let me. No, no, you don't need to do that. God wants to, if you're not saved, he'll want to save you. If you're not feeling well, he'll heal you. He don't care about your age. that for a minute so take the person's hand next to you and let me just pray and you listen father I ask you that people get born again today not to just give you their sin but to give you their life not as just Savior but as Lord save people God that are watching online as well as physically being here because it's an only believe place Jesus thank you for coming so we don't have to make hell our home. I ask, I stretch forth my hand to everyone and thank you for their salvation. Lord, you said by your stripes we were healed. God, if there's anything wrong with me, I don't know it. It isn't. I ask you to heal people. Lord, take care of that kidney problem, that infection. I bind it in Jesus' name. That pain in that shoulder, I come against it in the name of Jesus. Cancer, you have a name and you got to bow. God, I ask you to strengthen people's wills to receive spiritual, physical, and financial things. Let this church be known as a body of believers that, that are healed, saved, and blessed. Let people come in this great sanctuary and when they walk in, they're confronted by joy because of happy people. I pray over the staff of this church that all they do, they do in your name and your glory. Fill it up, God. It was not meant just to be pretty. I thank you for healing people and saving people. And let people come to this place and say, we have found a home. Let them come with open ears to receive spiritual teachings. Let revelation flow from this, not only in worship and praise, but in the preaching and the teaching of the word. We're going to honor you, Jesus. This place is going to honor you, but we also honor its founders. One is here and the other is gone on, but honor is still the same because honor is a gift that a person gives to themselves. I thank you for it, Lord. 
bring home children that have walked away because of the promise that your promises are far greater, Lord, than the sins of people. I ask you to bless each and every one. Now lift your hands up as an act of faith and receive that. Father, I thank you for saving, healing, and blessing. Put angels on assignment, Lord. Let people see great financial blessing starting now. I thank you for it. I believe you for it. In Jesus' name, give the Lord a great standing ovation. You know, I can walk down these aisles and flow in the Holy Ghost. You know, the Lord spoke to me, Nick. He said, I'll do that. I'm going to get in their car. Because those that seek will find. Those that ask, it will be given. Those that knock, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. What else you want to do? And when you do that, you won't have time for sin. You won't have time for sickness. Be careful of doctors. They're wonderful people, but they'll get you to believe something you don't want. I preached a sermon not too long ago. Quit believing for the things you don't want. You'd be surprised how many people do that. Well, you know, diabetes runs in my family. I don't want it, but it... Now you believe in for something you don't want. Why would you do that? People say, how come you don't get sick? Don't want it. How come you don't have financial trouble? Don't want it. How come you don't, you're not sad, but you just don't want it? Y'all remember when I was preaching? And Peter walked up to me and said, I need to read this with his phone. And my daughter, my granddaughter was rushed to the hospital. You remember that? She was, he just, he said, and I love Peter. He was very kind. Jesse, you need to read this now. Because Jody called. But you notice I didn't quit preaching. I'm not trying to man up here. I know in whom I have believed. I know it. When I got on that plane, I said, by the time I get home, that girl's going to be at the house and everything's going to be fine. I got home and she was at the house. Yep. I said, how you doing? She said, you prayed for me, didn't you? I said, did I ever? I said, you my legacy, girl. And before you ever get married, check with me. I know a fool when I see one. Okay, okay. <laughs> I said, you're going to have to be careful because your grandfather's blessed you. And some people want to get close to you because of me. And you want people to love you for who you are. Gotta watch over your kids. There's some people want me at their church so they can, I can raise some money. And I don't mind raising money. But that's a wrong way of thinking. You want somebody there to be a blessing. And the money part is just a byproduct of it. Been an honor and a pleasure. Hope to see you down the road somewhere. I prefer to see you in the air. Not on Southwest. I'm talking going up.
day is coming, ladies and gentlemen. How many of y'all seen me on Flashpoint? You like that? They want me to do more of it. Should I do more of it? You think so? I, you know, I keep my political opinion because I'll just tell you what I think in a second, you know. I told that to a Republican person. I said, the Democrats are street smart. You're not. They, they don't even like each other, but they hang together. Y'all seem to like each other, but you fight amongst each other. Quit doing that. But if you had something to say to President Trump, what would you say? I would say, buddy, you'll get this, you'll get this economy turned around, baby. But you need to learn to shut up. <laughs> I don't mean that in a critical sense. Don't let people push your buttons. Do what God's called you to do. If he puts you in that position, fine. If he don't, fine. That, that, that's not for me to know. That's God. But be smart enough, because you're a very intelligent man. Be smart enough to let my people push your buttons. Should I tell them that, Lord? Yeah, I do. Every president that has come to the city of New Orleans has come to my hangar. They come to my offices on the airport. President Clinton, President George W. Bush and H.W. Bush, President Biden. Can we use your offices, the Secret Service? I said, yes. Would you mind if the president, no. I respect the office of the president and I always will. President Obama came. All of them have asked me this. Are you a Democrat? <laughs> Are you a Republican? I said, I'm an American. I'm an American. Which means this. If you're a Republican, you ought to love the Democrat. Hell, I lost a few of you. If you're a Democrat, you ought to love the Republican. Both of them ought to love the independents. Because we're Americans. I love Morgan Freeman, one of the greatest actors ever. He's a black man. He said, don't you call me an African-American. I'm not an African-American. I'm an American. Amen. I'm an American. I can understand that. We don't want any separation. We can agree to disagree, but we Americans. And let's stand up for that. And God will honor you. Who's going to come take this? Pastor. Okay, give her a hand clap as she comes. Thank you, Brother Jesse, for a beautiful service. How many of you were touched? Thank you. Some of you set your year by what you hear today. And I just want to encourage you, if you gave your life to Christ in this service today and you're making him the personal Savior and Lord of your life, we have our altar team, prayer team that's going to be down here. Come on down, gentlemen. And ladies, come on down. They're going to flood our altars. If you need prayer in your body today because you are sick, maybe you didn't say the prayer of salvation, but you would like to be born again today, you can come down. We're waiting to receive you in the kingdom. Maybe you just need someone to encourage you in the Lord. We're here for you as a church, and we want to pray for you today. Um, if you did give your salvation, please come down and tell us and let us know that you did. Not only do we want to 
get in touch with you. We want to give you some information today about how to live your life for Christ. And I know some of you have come from afar, and this is not your home church. But if you do not have a church in our local area and you stepped out of your comfort zone today and said, I'm going to go see what this is about, then I'm going to ask you to come back to Only Believe on another day and to see what the community of Only Believe is really about and how we do only believe. We believe all things are possible, including the love of family and church. And we would like you to join our church and become a part of our family of faith with us today. Now, if you would just bow your heads, we're gonna pray. Father, we just come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the word that you delivered today. God, we let it go forth in our hearts and our minds. Father, we ask that it would begin a transforming work in our lives. God, that we would not be the same in 2025 as we were right now in 2024. Father, that today would mark a monumental day. Father, where faith became alive in our hearts for a new destiny, for a new life. Father, that you've purchased for us at Calvary. Father, let us not just see the front of the cross, but God, let us see the behind and the side and see all that you've purchased for us in 2024. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. If you're